Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Vine Leshy race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And right now we're on the Ultimate Wilderness races. A vine leshy's body is made of masses of twisted vines and leaves, sometimes incorporating flowers and fruits as well. Their appearance is mostly determined by the species of vine used in their creation, but most have a large cluster of leaves that forms a face with round eyes, a small mouth, and no visible nose. So leshies have been around in the setting and the lore for a while. They've always been like a bestiary thing, but this is the first time that leshies have been introduced as a playable race. They are these small, cute, little plant people. There's not much else to say about them, and Paizo didn't have much else to say about them either. The lore is rather lacking. It literally just says, some druids are sitting around one day, and they're like, huh, what are those plants talked? Boom. They infuse them with spirits, Christian. There's a little more than boom. It's basically the movie Cars, but for druids. But Christian, they have names like Lovely Triple Leaves and Masterful Sun Drinker. Wait, are you... I and vibrant tree climber. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. It's in their list of names. They usually oh. like to name themselves these things. They picked their own <laughs> names, unsurprisingly. Oh my goodness, wonderful. So did they only infuse child souls into these things? Nothing with like good grammatical prose or Well, they apparently didn't inform their artists because they look nothing like the description. Their their faces are a cluster of leaves. Artists drew them as bark. Their, their face is a treat. Bark. We did it. <laughs> their arms and legs are sort of like a twisting of, uh, of vines if the vines were made out of wood. And all these little guys. The hair looks like somebody lost a bunch of cherry tomatoes in it. <laughs> Where'd they all go? <laughs> it's like someone fell through a door and there was a Christmas wreath on the other side. Finally, I was hoping to see this in the Gorn. We didn't get to see it in the Gorn. But when they talk about gender in this one, they actually talk about actual plant gender, as in real-life plant gender. How some are male, some are female, some are both. Thank you. Finally. I was waiting for that. Hey, break out your putnit squares. <laughs> Time to play some leshy adventures. You think it would have, like, been obvious. When you talk about gender, it's like, well, the plant plants have a unique gender. We can just do that. No! They're gorns and they're delicious. What? No, but we can't we talk about... They taste great! You're not listening to me. Let's get into their stuff, their stats. They get a plus two con, a plus two wisdom, and a minus two in intelligence, because vine leshies are hardy and insightful, but sometimes forgetful. I say it every time. I'm going to say it again. It's a small race without a strength penalty. Hello, melee fighter. So overall, a good stat spread. One that works well for marshals, one that works well for spellcasters. Not much to complain about here. So their typing is kind of listed like an ability. It says leshy. Vine leshies are plants with the leshy subtype, but they lack the immunities to mind-affecting effects, paralysis, yada yada yada, that plant usually grants. And they lack the immunity to electricity and sonic that the leshy subtype usually grants. So, similar to the Gorin, they're getting the plant type, but they're getting a reduced version of it to make up for how strong that is. They actually get a bunch of things for being a leshy, but instead of just pointing you to the subtype, like every other book has done that has ever put a race in there. They actually list it as if it was their traits. So I guess we'll get, we'll cover them when we get to those traits. They are small creatures with a 20-foot slow move speed. Boo. All right, never mind. Don't like the leshy anymore. <laughs> Vine leshies begin play speaking common and sylvan. 
If they have a high intelligence score, they can choose from Aquin, Arin, Aklo, Elven, Gnome, Goblin, Terran, or Undercommon. All of those were expected, except the Aklo and the Undercommon, because those are like dark and demon-y languages. Not sure where those came from. They have dark vision, which means they can see into the dark up to 60 feet, and low light vision. 60 feet dark vision. Now, some races have to take like feats and things and uh, alternate racial traits and take different negatives to get that to happen. These guys get it right up the bat. Leshies get pass without trace. They have that spell, pass without trace, as a constant spell-like ability, which as it states, allows you to move through terrain without leaving a trail. This is one of the things that they get from the Leshy subtype. They get chain shape. Vine Leshies can transform into vines with results similar to tree shape. In this form, the Leshy appears as a particularly healthy small vine. The Leshy can assume plant form or revert to its true form as a swift action. This is also something they get from their Leshy subtype. Leshies get plant speech. Uh, Leshies can speak with vines as if subject to a continual speak with plants spell. And we talk about a lot how interesting it is to have to talk to plants and your GM deciding on how that's personified. Mm-hmm. They get verdant burst. When slain, a vine leshy explodes in a burst of fertile energies. All plant creatures within 30 feet of the slain leshy regain 1d8 hit points. And vines quickly infest the area. If the terrain can support vines, the undergrowth is dense enough to make the region into difficult terrain for 24 hours, after which the plant life diminishes to a normal level. Otherwise, this plant life has no significant effect on movement and withers and dies within an hour. Sounds like it's almost a better death throw than certain dark folk playable races. Still not super powerful, but it doesn't feel like it's trying to be a core part of the Leshy, unlike it was with the Dark Folk, where I think it was like one of their two yeah. <laughs> racial abilities. It's adorable. They die, they're like, oh no, and they heal all their friends. <laughs> Wait, are these like grunts from Halo, or are these the grunts of the Pathfinder universe? <laughs> Except these guys can run around, turn into vines, where do they go? That way they can hide better and run away better. Pass without trace. These guys are just little running away grunts. They're grunts with the elites all dead. Leshies get unassuming foliage. Leshies gain a plus four racial bonus to stealth checks in forests. And they get climber. Vine Leshies gain a plus two racial bonus on climb checks. This is our Leshy. Very thematic, sort of interesting, a bit much. It seems like there's a lot here. There's definitely a lot, but I don't feel like any of it goes over the line. It's all pretty niche, highly specific things. Like unassuming foliage, plus four racial bonus to stealth in forests, not... That's not going to break any campaign, I don't think. Pass without trace. I don't use the survival skill anyway. Who cares? Change shape. Uh, he turned into vines. It's it's a bunch of like random stuff. It's like a just random assortment of plant like abilities. Yeah, but when you pick a class that wants to sneak and hide, like a rogue, like a ninja, all of a sudden they become a lot more powerful. I don't think this is going to help them too much. Probably mostly the chain shape thing. It's interesting though. It's definitely going the way of what the, a lot of the small races do, like the gnome, where it's like. They just get so much. I think it, not necessarily the small races, but a lot of the core races, the dwarf and the gnome, I remember particularly just had like this splattering of random abilities and they're, they're definitely designed in the same vein there. Don't you mean the same vine? Oh, no. Not <laughs> from the same vine. <laughs> I'm in pain. Important to note that the majority of this comes from the Leshy subtype. Mm-hmm. So anything they don't get from the subtype is climber and unassuming foliage. Neither of which are like, wow. So flavorful. They can climb? Woo. Well, let's get to the alternate racial traits. Leshies can choose to be agile. Agile vine leshies are quicker, but less tough than a typical vine leshy. Replace the leshies plus two racial bonus to constitution with a plus two racial bonus to dexterity. We saw this with the Gathling, I believe. 
Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this. There are so many times I want to play a race, but it just doesn't go along with the class or thematic idea that I want. And this goes a really long way in making me want to play this race or giving me the option to play this race in other scenarios. The gaff lane did a little bit better, though. It wasn't just a straight up split. There were changing other traits and abilities. This one's just like, okay, whatever, switch them out. That I'm a little more upset about. Things like the tiefling, um, the asimar, the dampire have different way more interesting ways to switch around your ability scores than just yeah go ahead i don't care yeah you can have dex to the con all right thanks honestly i'd prefer that than nothing you know sometimes i want to play races but the vast majority of races of the advanced race guide were plus two dex plus two charisma minus two wisdom like that was a super common stat spread and just if any of them had something like this i'd be way happier I prefer nothing only because uh, I would like to argue with you. No, only because <laughs> it sets a poor precedent. I'd rather them continue with the previous, more interesting method than just, just have a precedent. Now they say, you know what? We can just have alternate racial traits to do it real quick and just replace one out. Okay, why con with Dex? What if I want to be something completely different? It's just, it's weird. I don't like it. It's a weird choice. It, and, and yet you list the Tiefling and the Asimar, which literally just say, huh, here's just a bunch of different ones. Pick whatever one's best. But they do the it Asimar much more thematically. They change two... They actually change three ability scores and then give you a background to why that happened and replace like a spell-like ability. It's a much different change. It's your bloodline is different. So here are all these different things. Here's just, you're a little bit quicker, not as tough. Change out your one ability score. <sighs> He's a fast vine. That's a thing. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, because Kudzu. Kudzu's just like, I'm trying to outrun the leopard. Can't do it. The, leopard, <laughs> the leopard's falling behind. They've got poisonous. Vine leshies made from poison ivy vines carry natural poison in their bodies. As a swift action, the leshy can imbue its vines with the irritating substance. The next time the leshy hits a creature with an unarmed strike, the creature is affected by the following poison. Vine leshy toxin, unarmed strike injury, a fort DC of 10 plus half the vine's leshy, hit dice plus the leshy's constitution modifiers at DC. Frequency is once around for six rounds, and the effect is sickened for one round, and the cure is one save. Uh, the leshy can use his ability number of times per day equal to its constitution modifier. A leshy is immune to its own poison, but not, not that of other vine leshies. This also has the cool ability where it instantly kills Caleb. I am highly allergic to poison ivy. It puts me in the hospital and makes it so I can't breathe anymore. And my face looked like a balloon. So this is my arch nemesis. Ever design arch nemesis for me, Christian? It's the fine leshy with made of poison ivy. Get away from me. I literally get it through the air. <laughs> you stupid little edible arrangement. Get out. It's like one of those uh, watermelons carved into a shark. But this thing literally, like literally in the winter, Christian, in the winter, upstate New York winter, that means inches, inches, feet of snow. I get poison ivy, get it airborne. I hate the stuff. That's impressive. They literally just shoot. I'm not joking. They just put steroids into my veins and say, your blood will, your blood can do it now. Your, your <laughs> blood will win now. We, your white cells literally cannot win the battle without steroids. I will literally just have it forever and then die if I don't treat it. <laughs> Thanks, body. Well, I'm going to guess you're not going to be implementing a vine lushy in your home brews anytime soon. Yeah, so uh, aside from the, the, the this wonderful flavor I've added, Christian, what do you think about the ability? Sickened for one round? Uh, it's not good. It's all right. I mean, you're trading it off for plant speech and change shape, which neither are combat-oriented abilities. But I, I don't like it just because I don't like the idea of a leshy monk. They say unarmed strike, and this, I can't imagine a little edible arrangement running around punching people and taking it seriously at all. Well, I'm feeling these guys aren't made for the serious campaigns. I don't know if we mentioned it, but leshies are a bestiary entry. 
the not not a playable race. They're monsters. There's a couple of them. Like one that's so small, he has a little, little pea as a hat. It's cute. Leshies can be swamp leshies. Some vine leshies are made from plants that naturally grow in swamps. These leshies gain a plus two racial bonus on swim checks and a plus four racial bonus on stealth checks in swamps. This replaces climber and alters unassuming foliage. So you're swapping out your climb bonus for a swim bonus and your stealth check for in forests for swamps. Ah, uh, it's okay. It's, it's on theme, but just kind of boring. Oh, I, I know about this next trait. I heard about it through the grapevine. A vine leshy made from a grapevine uh, can produce magically uh, infused fruit <laughs> that can heal her Why? abilities. Suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. She can cast Goodberry once per day as a spell-like ability with a caster level equal to her character level. This replaces past without trace. Goodberry. They're very interested in the Goodberry spell. It's found a lot in this book and a lot. I think it was found in each of our races here. Yeah, the Gathling could put a Goodberry on their wings. Um, at least this, above. <laughs> this is the only one that doesn't specifically state that you have to eat it off your ally's body. Great. <laughs> <laughs> if I was adventuring with you, Caleb, and you're like, hey, Christian, eat my shoulder grape, I'd be like, no, <laughs> get away from me, Caleb. I don't want <laughs> that. <laughs> it's delicious, I promise. I'm a Gorn. It's delicious. I mean, delectable. delectable. Yeah, delectable. I used the wrong word. We're not allowed to use any word but delectable. <laughs> delectable. Uh, a nice trade trade off. Um, I personally don't like Pass Without Trace. I think it's boring. I think Goodberry has a lot more roleplay opportunity and is a lot cuter on theme. Well, that's it for their alternate racial traits. They get some favorite class options now that they are not sequestered to one quarter of a page on a bestiary. Uh, any interesting ones, Christian? Nothing particularly interesting. Uh, the Oracle and the Shaman can add Druid spells to their spell list, but other than that, they're all pretty in line with what you would expect for the classes. There's also a little rule here about how to grow a vine leshy, since the Bishiri gives you rules how to grow all the different kinds of leshies. Glad they added this one as well. Because <laughs> again, sometimes druids are just bored and they're like, let's just make that bush of mistletoes talk. I want to know what it says. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, it just says kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> what have we done? This is a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes around like that that meme back when rage comics were a thing. Oof, rage comics, just putting two people's faces together, and now kiss. <laughs> yeah, Caleb's into much more sophisticated memes now, like inspiration posters. Okay, all right, thanks, Christian. <laughs> Way to out me. <laughs> That's what you get for spamming me with them. I just picture a vine leshy taking, like, two gourds, like, now kiss, and they're like, I know he looks like a male and I look like a female, but the genders don't work the same. You're you're a leshy, you should understand about plant gender. Now kiss. <laughs> All right, let me just pop these in here. Turn on the TV. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just heating up some Totino's pizza rolls and getting ready to watch the big game. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, put on your favorite jersey, grab some dice, and join us. All right, Christian, I got some chips and some sandwiches, but there's still one thing I don't understand. 
You said we were going to get to see some players beat up on each other, but I haven't seen them even break out the dice yet. Caleb, you know this is a real-life football game, right? We're not about to watch a bunch of guys play an RPG. I mean, who would want to just sit and listen to a bunch of guys play an RPG? Yeah, who, who, would, who would want to do that? They get some archetypes and a new class feature. They get Herbalist, which is an alchemist archetype. So instead of throwing bombs, the Herbalist throws seeds that deal bludgeoning damage. I really don't understand the point of this archetype. Do they explode or they no? Do they don't. Damage? They do. They don't explode. <laughs> so they, they, you, you're just literally just... dinking people with seeds, and I don't get it. I really they they have some extra effects, like they can poison people, but they don't explode. <laughs> Okay. Plant speaker is a bard archetype. I wonder what they do. These guys, uh, the lore of the Leshy like, talks a lot about how they're fun-loving, they love to tell stories, and uh, even like times, you know, eh, the details might not be accurate. They're sort of more interested in the meaning of the story than the details, and as it passes on, it gets more and more ridiculous, which is a lot like how, uh, you know, saints are worked out in the Christian faith. It's like St. Polycarp, when he was martyred, a, a, a dove flew out of his stomach and, and enough blood came out of him to quench the fire on which he was burned. I know that sounded like I was just making it up on the spot. That's the story. That's how it supposedly goes. I'm not saying God can't do those things. I'm just saying all those weird, all those stories, you should, if you just want to be entertained, look up like different St. Marcus of this. There's like, you know, the Catholic faith is like a, a, the, the patron saint of beer drinking. Their stories can be interesting they're all like hey it's kind of funny how polycarp's life almost directly mimics beat by beat jesus's story hmm interesting almost like somebody wrote it that way okay but hey it teaches me to live a good life we should keep telling these lies to our people it's christian's version of santa and i hate it <laughs> except that you don't get to disbelieve it when you're older you still have to have argue arguments with 60 year old men that this person existed and that he did these things do you, do you win those arguments caleb no, because the story is funny. There's a point where, like, he's brought to a Roman Colosseum, and he, they say to him, just say, away with the atheists. No one wants to see an old man die. Polycarp is old. And people called Christians atheists because they didn't believe in a pantheon of God. believe one God. So, ironically, they were called atheists. They also called us cannibals because we eat, uh, we quote-unquote, eat the body and blood of Christ. They called us incestuous because we called each other brother and sister and had what we called love feasts. And the Romans were like, we know what love feasts are. We're like, no, 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 no. It's not what that, that's not what that means. Uh-huh. You're in Rome. I think we know what a love feast is. No, 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 no. You don't understand. With your brother? Okay. <laughs> incestuous. But so they tell him. Say away with the atheists. So he points to the crowd of Romans and says, away with the atheists. So then they killed him on the spot. <laughs> they did not appreciate his joke as much as I do. <laughs> so all that to say, that's the bard archetype plant speaker. He said one or two sentences, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> there is the leshy kineticist, which is a kineticist archetype, which is they do special things with the wood element that is introduced in this book. And they get a new class feature, the Leshy Subdomain. Talk to me about that, Christian. So the Leshy Subdomain allows you to spontaneously swap out your spells to summon Leshies, essentially. You can summon Leshies and you can buff Leshies, and that replaces the wooden fist power of the plant domain. They also get a infusion called Photokinetic Infusion for the Kineticist. It's an infusion wild talent. Uh, pretty much allows you to do a little bit extra damage to undead at the cost of being unable to do damage to light, uh, to living, or at least very minimal damage. You sort of infuse your blasts with light. It's poorly worded, doesn't really explain the extra damage super well. Surprise. So now we have come to their feats, Christian. Tell me about their feats. 
Fleshies can pick Climbing Vine. You can climb like a vine. You gotta have 13 strength. You gain a climb speed of 10 feet. If you already have a natural climb speed, it increases by 10 feet. You can take this feat multiple times, but your climb speed can never exceed your base speed. I'm surprised the prerequisite for that isn't to keep your climber racial trait. Yeah, you would think it would. Um, this- I feel like I just replaced climber and get this. I guess this feels weak to me because the cat folk have the alternate racial trait to just have a climb speed of their, I think, of their base speed. So this feels weak, but I mean, you can never scoff at having a climb speed because you also have to look at it as you're also getting a effectively plus eight to your climb checks. Look, another example why cat folk are better than everyone else. Kudzu Grappler. Hey, I talked about Kudzu earlier. Look at me. It's like the only vine I think anyone knows aside from Poison Ivy. Uh, you climb all over creatures you're grappling like kudzu blocking their vision. You, get a, you have to have a dex of 13, improved grapple, improved unarmed strike, greater grapple, and a BAB of 6. You add an option to blind the grapple creature for one round to the list of actions you can take when you succeed at a check to maintain a grapple. And it's only, let's see, for one round. But you're still grappling them, probably. Yeah. It's easy to grapple blind people because they're flat-footed. See, it's, that one seems interesting, but again, you have to be leshy. I, I still just can't visualize a leshy grappling somebody well, get over it, christian there short people can be monks too sorry that you're prejudiced against short people short Sh- plants short monks <laughs> plants can be people oh christian plants can be people too just because druids decided they can talk well it's too bad when they people. decided to happen they're infused with the spirit of the forest christian yeah whatever they could choose photosynthetic healing you can heal yourself using sunlight uh, you have to have 15 constitution. You can't swap out your chain shape ability. Uh, you can temporarily draw energy from the sun to heal your own wounds. Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. With the powers of photosynthesis, I gain... Once per day when you're using chain shape to assume your plant form, you can activate this ability as a free action to gain fast healing one for a number of rounds equal to your hit dice. As long Two as you- HP back over six sec, 12 seconds. <laughs> When you rest in plant form, in bright natural sunlight, you are healed twice the normal amount of hit points and ability score damage. Super duper trap feat, I want to say. Please don't pick a feat that heals you for like five hit points a day. I don't know. I I don't like this. I really don't (laughs) like this because it's... They have built things into the game that heal you a lot better, and they're like, here, burn your feet for this completely useless fast healing. I love when you plead with our listeners, please don't take this feet. Please Please. leave the children. Like, like, think think if you're a new player, and you're like, oh, I want this this race is cute. Like, I want to be a vine leshy. That seems awesome. That draws me to it. And then you're like, oh, they can heal themselves? I'm going to take that. I want to heal myself. And you're doing, like, the most minimal, literally one per level. You could sleep and heal this much hit points. Please don't pick this. Please don't print stuff like this. You're just hurting new players with this. Christian has the word photosynthetic in it. (laughs) I I do like the second part where you heal more when you rest in bright natural sunlight. But that also requires you to either be somewhere that is in constant daylight or become nocturnal. Reactive reversion. You can reactively change back to your natural form. You need decks of 13 and the chain shape ability. You can shift from your alternate form to your natural form as an immediate action using chain shape. Usually it's a swift action. This would really only matter in combat when you get surprised. Somebody goes, that's not a vine and grabs you. <laughs> Do you even have that many like penalties while being a vine that you can't just wait till your turn? <laughs> Ooh, that, that, that one also seems particularly bad to me. I don't, I can't see any reason I would ever burn a feat to say, <laughs> I'm a 
Lushy now, you never knew. Let's get into their items, Christian. So they have both magical items and some equipment. One of the pieces of equipment that they have that I really like is called Animal Repellent. Leshies are scared of herbivorous animals, uh, so they kind of make this animal repellent so that animals don't approach them and try to eat them like deer and turtles and whatever else eats grass. I don't know, rabbits. Um, animals do not attempt to consume a plant coated in animal repellent if there are other food sources available. Although this also comes with the weird drawback that because it's animal repellent, it smells really strong, so you're easier to track via scent by creatures that eat stuff. A fine thematic and good mechanical trade-off. Makes sense to me. I love the idea now of like a, a party of plant players and like the, <laughs> the little leshies going up and, and like he's, he's smearing this stuff all over the gore and he's like, stop, what are you doing? No, no, this way they won't eat you. Nobody's going to eat me. I've lived for 600 years. No one's going to eat me. No, no, no. This is good for you. Stop. <laughs> I took the feet that made me smell great. Now I smell like, is that a yak? Did you take this from a yak? Where did you take this from the yak? Don't worry, it's going to be great. <laughs> Stop patting with your little hands. They get fertilizer, which I normally wouldn't mention, but it kind of has a cool little thing where it, you pretty much get temporary hit points equal to your level for the cost of 120 gold for an hour. I mean, this is a great little thing to buy. Put it, If you're a plant creature, you put it on you, you get temporary hit points going to the battle. A quick way, it's not a ma- magic spell. It's pretty cheap. I like it. They have shrinking berries, which are funny because animals that eat them turn into a little puppy version of themselves. Little pup version, I should say. So the dog becomes a puppy. The cat becomes a kitten. And it's just like, mm, good, good luck. They actually mechanically are hit, are hit by the spell pup shape. And I think it's just really cute. Like, oh, this dire bear. And then it's just this cute little guy waddling around. We defeated the dire bear, guys. We fed him shrinking berries. It's 300 gold. These berries can be concealed in meat or other typical foods of an animal's diet. So we are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the movie. Ing it. Ooh, look at this delicious donut. My turtle, why do I like donuts? Oh, it is sweet. It's delicious. Wait a second. Look at these giant pills the size of golf balls. What were you thinking, Ninja Turtles? Of course they were going to notice it. Another item they get is bottled sunlight, which is cure for a Gorn and Leshies that need sunlight. It's just what it sounds like. You got a little bottle, you open it up, there's uh, natural sunlight in your square for one hour, and it provides enough nourishment to satisfy a single plant creature's daily, you know, needs for food. It is only 200 gold for one of those, so if you're playing a race that is dependent on these things, you'll probably carry around one or two of these. They get spells. Leshy Swarm's kind of hilarious. It acts like basically you're summoning a rat swarm, but instead of summoning rats, you summon a 10-foot square swarm of tiny little leshies <laughs> that <laughs> spirit, whose spirits inhabit the plant bodies nearby, and they just attack someone and they have all the plant immunities. Okay. Being kind of cute. Christian, that is our vine leshy. What do you think? Actually, don't really like it. Um, I don't like- oh, You jo- were so excited. I was. Um, I don't like joke races. They kind of feel like a joke race. It's like, oh, they're small and they're cute. There's not a lot of lore behind them, which is actually a big downer for me. Uh, I was hoping they would flesh out vine leshies. I don't know if there's like lore in other places for them. But also they're like, they suffer from the, they're two on theme, which sounds like a weird complaint, but everything just like, they do tree things. And that's a tree thing, and they get bonuses and trees, but nothing really sticks out. Like, what is a line? Like, it's not like a Gorn, where the Gorn has the very unique mechanic where they can rebirth themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind they kind of break out from just being tree people. They also have a lore as to why they are the way they are. The vine is just like, oh, you're alive now. Oh, look, it's cute little plant people. They're your little quip throwing sidekick. Haha, <laughs> isn't that funny? Uh, I don't know. I- I'm just not a huge fan of it. 
I think they're, I don't, I'm not very interested in their alternate racial traits or their feats, uh, not particularly grabbing to me, unlike regular vines. Their regular racial traits that aren't flat stat bonuses, I like, I think they're interesting. Turning into a vine, you know, turning into a plant is cool. It's a vine, is thematic, you wish it was something different just because it's a plant, but I absolutely get why it is a vine, makes sense. The idea that I can pass without trace in a forest, the idea that I explode into a refreshing growth of vines around the area. All this makes sense to me, and that's kind of what I want out of a plant creature. The Gorns are very interesting, and they traded just being default plant creature to, to take on that different flavor of being delectable and all that stuff in the Gorn seed. So they couldn't really, you know, also you transform into a tree. Also, you can do all these other plant things. They gave it to the vine lushies. Unfortunately, they have a couple of these other, all this, all this sort of lore behind them. I'm completely uninterested in their appearance. I'm completely uninterested in if they look different, if they were medium creatures, because I'm prejudiced against small creatures, apparently I would be more interested in playing them and I wouldn't take their flavor. I wouldn't take their lore from Galarian. I would give them my own sort of, but just the idea of me being able to create a plant creature. I think it does pretty well. But I think it would be hard to play the Vine Leshy without taking all those Leshy things. There's a reason the word Leshy's in there and you have the Leshy subtype. You're, you're, it's, it's appealing to the guy who likes the cute little plant. So for that reason, I'm out. Like you said, they, you said they're, they're like the grunts and they almost feel like the grunts. They feel like this tiny, jokey, plentiful race. They're just like, they're in this place and there they are. Ha ha. It, it doesn't really feel like I, I don't have much desire to play one as a PC. Mm hmm. If you do like that theme, though, I think it fits it well. You get enough of those really cool plant things to really embrace being a plant. But you also have to be a person that wants to embrace some of those also sort of goofier things about them, in my humble opinion. Well, that is the last of the races in the Ultimate Wilderness book. And we are back to caught up on all the published races in the hardcover books. Christian? <laughs> don't don't try and stump us, Paizo. We're on it. The second that race comes out, we're going to be there. But do you hear the alarm? Paizo's released another race. Quick, get to the microphone. <laughs> the next book scheduled to come out, Planar Adventures, promises three new, and I quote, zero HD races associated with the planes of Axis, the Boneyard, and the Maelstrom, end quote. Weird, because like they list there, new archetypes, feats, spells, and you think they would all say races. On the Ultimate Wilderness, it was sort of featured as like one of the first sentences. Here, it's listed on its own separate bullet point, sort of talking about the, as a footnote about the bestiary. Kind of scares me a little bit, because when we saw the bestiary entries, they were very small. I hope these entries are getting the featured treatment where they get six pages. I suppose we'll see when the book comes out. Regardless, we will cover them. I guess the only difference will be is how interesting the episode is going to be. <laughs> Until then, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening. Hey, Andrew, you want to play some D&D tonight? No, I, I can't. You're not real. None of this is real. Real, 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 real. Mental divergence can be a tricky situation, but we here at Tales from the Lich can be your hand in the infinite darkness. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com